I really appreciate this. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules, MMA fight coverage. Tell us about your um, your advocacy for Down syndrome. How'd you get into that? Uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Kroger, his son um, has Down syndrome. So that's kind of how I got into it. And he just kind of mentioned to me and kind of went from there. Nice. If this fight goes well, who do you want next? Any maybe rematches? Uh, we'll get to the rematches. I really don't care who I have next. You know, I'm just looking to stack some wins and, and uh, get better. This is my second camp uh, with Team Elevation out here in Denver, Colorado. Um, so, you know, I'm continuing to get better uh, with, with this team. So, you know, the more fights I have with them, the better we're going to get and all the way up to the title. So we'll, we'll definitely have some time for rematches. In which way have you improved with uh, Team Elevation compared to uh, Jackson Wink? Uh, we just, we've been focused a little more on the basics. Uh, and just, you know, the, the group of guys that I train with, it's a smaller, smaller group. And um, we're, the coach, we're really in tune um, with what we're doing and how we're doing it. What's your strategy going to this fight? Your opponent's 11 and 0. Um, put a little pressure on him, make him make mistakes, and uh, grind him out. Uh, I have a really good wrestling base and really good, uh, um, you know, closing the distance and stuff like that. And then if the hands come, the hands come. So that's kind of my strategy right now. Can you briefly describe about your upbringing in uh, South Dakota? Uh, yeah, it's uh. It's pretty good. Uh, I grew up in a small town uh, outside of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It was called Harrisburg, South Dakota, um, where my mom is from, and has cornfields in the in the backyard and everything like that. So, grew up uh, out in the country a little bit, and then and also doing a lot of sports: baseball, football, track, um, and of course wrestling. And uh, yeah, so it, it Sioux Falls and Harrisburg, smaller communities and um, you know, everybody's nice and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I am now and how I uh, approach approach this sport, even though it's a gruesome sport. I still try to be nice to everybody and treat everybody with respect. Yeah, I'm going to South Dakota first time ever next month for Sturgis. I'm working at, have you ever gone there? I have. I actually had my first pro fight in Sturgis. Nice. <laughs> at, the, at the rally. Now that's a different... That's not really going to South Dakota when you're going there during the rally. That's more of a, <laughs> a touristy spot, I assume. Well, it's the rally is just a place of its own. Um, it's super cool, though. It's a it's a great time for sure. But you have so many different people from all over the world uh, going there and and partying. So it's a super good time. Yeah, I can't wait. I see the concert lineup looks pretty good. What's yeah. your, um, you're fighting the Apex. Do you prefer to fight with fans or does it matter either way? You're fighting the Apex, correct? Uh, no, it's actually in San Diego. Okay. So okay. we actually have okay. fighting in front of a crowd for the first time in two, like at least two years. Um, and I'm pretty excited about it. I, you know, I didn't mind not fighting in front of very many people. Um, it was cool, but, uh, I'm, Two and two in the apex, so it you know I guess it doesn't really doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. How come you chose to fight MMA? You were a good wrestler. You were a JUCO national champ. What, what what made you decide to 
fighting MMA? Do you always want to do it or? Uh, no, I've like I've never really been a big MMA or UFC fan. Um, but I was wrestling in college, and there was a few guys on the team um, that were dabbling in it a little bit. And then some MMA fighters would uh, um, come in and get some wrestling in with us. Guys like uh, Travis View is one of them, and I forgot who the other guy was, but um, some decent guys. Uh, so I had like a little bit of interest. And interested in it, and then I failed out of school, went back home to Sioux Falls, started working construction, still wanted to do be an athlete. Um, and I've always, I was like, let me try this MMA thing. Uh, it, it, it sounds crazy. Let me try it out, end up being good at it, and here we are. Seems like certain fighters don't really follow the sport. Are you a fan of the sport? Seems some fighters don't watch it at all or just watch maybe their teammates are fighting and. Um, I'm not the biggest fan, honestly. I'm, um, I, there's so many people that are bigger fans than me. I, I watch it usually if I have time, uh, or like you said, if, if teammates fighting or something like that, or it's just a super good matchup, but you know, I'm not, you know, I usually don't sacrifice family time, uh, yeah, yeah. To go and watch the fights and stuff like that. And my daughter usually has something else on the TV and I don't want to go sit up in a different room and watch it, you know, so um so yeah it's uh yeah i i i do love watching it it's just uh this be the right fights and stuff like that yeah it could be long like some of these cars i don't know like six hours it seems like you can only watch so much without getting somewhat burnt out you know yeah yeah and i yeah yeah i enjoy the me being a light heavyweight i enjoy the, the upper weight classes anyway so um even though yeah i shouldn't say that because there's some really good uh fights in the smaller weight classes too. No, I don't know. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> Who's your your favorite fighters that you do like to watch? Any in particular? Um uh, it's hard to say. Cause there's so many now. There's so many good fighters and everybody brings a different skill set to the fight and uh different style um in and outside of the cage. Uh I can tell you I don't like the people that are super, you know, super uh, talkative that talk a lot and you know they have mediocre fights and stuff like that um, or if they haven't earned the right to be a big talker yet and they just saw Conor McGregor do it and you know exactly. that's what they want to do put on the accent and there they go um, but you know the the fans seem to love it and of course the UFC loves it because it gets them attention and stuff like that so um, I'm just I'm just not that guy so I'm not, not too into that how much uh, tape work have you watched of your opponent? Have you watched it, or you just leave it to your coaches? Uh, I've watched it a little bit, uh, probably like two or three times. I'll probably watch it another two or three times, but the coaches have been studying it, and my teammates have been studying it. Because um, I don't like to get too obsessed with the film and fight to their style and stuff like that. Um, kinda, it, you know, we're, we're training what we need to train for them. And, and, you know, I, I have 100% uh, confidence in my coaches that they're telling me to do the right things and stuff like that. And it just makes sense. Me seeing the film just a few times, it makes sense. But if I go in there and I'm watching it every day, you know, I'm not, not on purpose, but you're just going to start buying into that and fighting that style. You know, it's, it, just, it works like that sometimes. But so I'm just not, uh, not able to, Decide for that it, yeah. Time, so, yeah. Who's your coaches and some of your training partners at uh, Team Elevation? 
Uh, Vinny Lopez and uh, Cody Donovan um, are my two main coaches. Um, and yeah, guys, for teammates, yeah, guys like Curtis Blades and uh, Zach Quaga is on the in the top finals now. And um, yeah, there's many more that that we work every day. Nice. Do you have any sponsors or any shout outs you want to get, give out? Uh, no, I'm actually, you know, I, I don't have very many sponsors right now. <laughs> How come? Get a good personality, um, get some good sponsors. <laughs> I, I don't try. I don't yeah. try. Um, and my take on it, because I can get some sponsors if I wanted to, um, but it'll be smaller sponsors and, you know, I get free gear or whatever. Nice. Um, but my, my take on it is I'm going to wait until I get bigger, get closer, you know, get more fans, then I can get the, the good sponsors and not, um, you know, not mess around with some of these smaller ones and wait until it's, it's big money on the table. So how far do you think you could take this? How, how much longer do you see yourself fighting? <clears throat> uh, I've always said until, uh, give until 40. Um, but, you know, the game's changing. You, you guys are 40, you know, 40 plus being champions now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and, and my style, I'm, you know, I, I've taken damage, but I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a blow for blow type of fighter. You know, I like control. I wrestle. Um, try not to take too much brain damage. And that, and that's, you know, that's the biggest thing there with the longevity and the fight fair and how much brain damage uh, you're taking. So, um, if I'm getting knocked out every fight, I'll just hang it up. Uh, but you know, that, that's just not the case. I'll get cut. I'll like cut up here and there and my teeth missing, whatever, you know, that's all fixable. Uh, spend some money on it. You'll get new ones anyways. But, um, so yeah, probably 40, 43, something like that. So you got, a couple, you got a couple of veneers or, or replacement teeth? No, no, surprisingly no. Um, after, uh, that Kudalaba fight, yeah, my teeth, my three bottom teeth got, and my gum line got. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was gruesome, that photo. That was crazy. Yeah, I got knocked, knocked back over my tongue. And so I'm like, oh, for sure, I'm getting new teeth. Like, awesome, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> cool. Um, but no, the dentist, they, they call the dentist into the ER after the fight. And she just took her two fingers, popped them back into place. That's awesome. And, it, and anchored a wire, wire to the other teeth. And oh, thank you. That's and awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this, and uh, good luck in your fight, and I'm sure you do well. Thank you. Thank good you. Talking to you. God bless, man. Peace. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What up, Carlos? Awesome. What's up, man? MMA fight coverage. What's going on? Appreciate this. Oh, absolutely, man. What's going on? How you been? I've been all right. Just chilling. Uh, so when's your fight? When and where? Uh, we're coming uh, two Saturdays, August 6th. So next weekend, August 6th, Celebrity Theater, it goes down. How can someone get tickets? Do you have your own like link or anything like that? So I have physical tickets in hand. Uh, if you know me or if you, you know where I train or whatever it might be, uh, you can just grab the ticket from me or online at Rough Nation using a uh, promo code LOYA, L-O-Y-A. Tell us about your gym. It's like you, you guys getting fighters like all these local shows, LFA and that, that uh, Freedom Fight Night, and some of you guys are fighting. How many how many fighters you have on this card? Uh, on this card we have three. 
Um, we have three for the rough card. We have Enrique Barsenas. Uh, he's on a tear right now, so somebody you got to keep your eyes on. Kayla Reagan, it's going to be her her debut into nice. MMA. She's a beast. So, uh, again, then again, another person to keep your eyes on. And then you got me. Uh, but uh, at Bakers in general, we got a bunch of great fighters and uh, people who come out of uh, Bakers. You got uh, Austin Verms, Chris, uh, Chris, the Centipede, Sandoval. Uh, we got uh, up-and-comers like Greg. We got Patrick Quick. We got uh, Virginia Marvin. Uh, we got a bunch of people there uh, who just come out and uh, got a lot of strong uh, fighters there. A lot of strong ground game, stand-up. You know, everything's there. Bakers is a great gym. So if you're in the surprise area, make sure you check us out. How much have you improved since your last fight? <clears throat> um, I mean, and, and honestly, I think it's like a 100% improvement uh, in terms of uh, what I've got. Uh, I just, I think I was lacking a lot of tools that maybe I didn't have or wasn't aware of at the time when I uh, fought last. But now uh, I'm in a lot of real life situations and uh, I'm always fighting, always uh, being put in bad spots. So just been able to work and get better daily uh, with the team I got and the coaches I got, uh, Coach Baker, Coach Sadiq, uh, even uh, Coach Austin. Uh, he, Austin Verms, he, I call him coach because he's been coaching me and uh, BJJ. So I got all these uh, outlets that I can kind of just hit up because I'm training at the gym and they're all there. So it's been an amazing thing. And I think that's probably got the most to do with it. So what's your background? How did you get involved with MMA? Um, so originally um, uh, when I trained at, the, at uh, my gym prior to Baker's, uh, my trainer beforehand, uh, I had met him years ago when I was young. So uh, I had been training, and it was it was a cardio kickboxing type of class. Uh, but it kind of when I tightened everything up and I got good at my striking and everything, uh, we moved into more of a traditional style setting of uh, fighting. So I would do I did a traditional Tung Soo Do point fighting, uh, and I would do the sparring portion. So uh, I have really traditional looking striking uh, in terms of when I throw my uh, hands and feet. So what do you know about your opponent? Have you seen him fight before? Have you watched him? Uh, yeah, before? I've watched some of his fights. Um, don't really know much about him. I believe he's from California or something like that. Uh, but uh, a lot of the fights seem to go the distance. So I feel like if we go the distance, it will definitely be a fight of the night. Uh, so it's just something I'm looking forward to. Uh, knowing that this guy <clears throat> maybe likes to stand up or whatever it might be. Um, but uh, again, with uh, with the guys and everything I got at my gym, I'm not really worried about anything he's got in terms of fighting because, again, I got I got grapplers, I got scrappers, I got everything. So if he's got it, uh, I'm going to eat it and see what it is or see what he's got. And then if not, uh, just going to go to work and uh, play my game. So you're an MMA fan. I know some fighters aren't and some are. Do you watch a lot of MMA when you're not fighting? <clears throat> So I'll catch fights, uh, but I can't say that I'm really uh, enamored with the uh, MMA. Um, for me, most of the time, it's kind of like it's something that I do. So it's my job, uh, not necessarily something that I keep an eye on. But that being said, it is something that uh, I am changing that uh, idea because of homework and just a history of the sport that I'm trying to get into. So yeah, it's definitely something I'm trying to switch over to being enamored and knowing everybody because it's my job. So what's going to be your walkout song and what are some of your favorite music <clears throat> that you like? 
so the walkout song, I, I, I think I'm going to reuse uh, a song called Too Close by Next. Uh, it's a 90s jam. And I really, that's probably my genre that I really dig the most. It's probably like the 90s. And uh, a lot of Motown stuff, a lot of, uh, a lot of real groovy, funky stuff. So that's, that's mostly my music style, to be honest. So do you have any sponsors? And if not, why should somebody sponsor you? Do you have any shout outs, any family? Yeah, family? absolutely. Yeah, so I've, I've got sponsors. Uh, I've got the Delhi Sports Bar out in Peoria. Uh, they sponsored me in the past. Uh, so for them to sponsor again, I appreciate it. AZ Tire Shop, uh, also out in Peoria. Another uh, friend of mine that I've known for a while. So I'm happy to support. Uh, Asphalt, uh, it's actually a cousin of mine who lives in Michigan. So I got an out-of-state sponsor also. And then I got uh, an, um, a sponsor who uh, always sponsors me, sponsored me for a while now. His name is John Wright. Uh, he's a good, he's a, he's my best friend's dad. So I've known him for years. And uh, so when he sponsors me, it's usually for a company, uh, but I don't really want to shout out the company at this point because he's the one who's usually giving me the money. It's usually just for his company. He'll put it out there just to help out his company. But uh, Sam, I'll do it again. No big deal. But John Wright, uh, definitely someone who's always helped me in my fights uh, for a while now. So very appreciative. And then, uh, yeah, now I just got to Baker's school. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, nice. I think that's all my sponsors there. I'm still looking for sponsors, but if you do want to sponsor me, it's because uh, I have a good head on my shoulders. I, I, you know, I, I do good work. I'm working hard. Uh, I'm a hell of a fighter, hell of a show. So that's the reason to go ahead and sponsor me. If you are looking for someone too. So what do you do when you're not fighting? Do you have another job on the side or what's your deal in general? Uh, yeah. So right now, uh, just strictly training, um, looking for something that just fits the the hours that I need to train. Because to be honest, once it gets in the way of training, I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. So uh, right now, just training till I can find something that kind of fits exactly what would go for fitting training and, and still doing everything without putting a skew to my to my career that I want to accomplish in MMA. So how, how far do you think you could take it or how much longer do you want to fight? Do you have any set goals like uh, amount of fights? Working hard right now, uh, honestly, as a fighter who's 0-3, it's right now just uh, uh, getting wins and, and securing uh, a reputation of not someone who's just going to lay down and take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, if I can just keep getting better and better. Uh, I'll let time tell, uh, if it's something that, that it's just not working out for me, you know, obviously I won't, I won't put my body through that hell if I'm not making enough progress. But again, I've been fighting not a lot. I've, I don't, obviously don't have uh, hundreds of fights or anything like that, but I've been fighting for since I was 18. So it's something that I've always done, something that's always been a part of my life. So it's not something that I can just jump out of because I've tried, I thought I'd never fight again. And here I am jumping into the ring in a, in, a, in a week and a half, you know, so exactly. it's. <laughs> well, thanks. Good luck. I'm upset. I can't go. I just got a job working in Sturgis that week. So if not, I would be there. But man, good luck. And I'm sure you're going to do well. And you collect your team. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. It was great talking to you. And uh, hopefully I'll see you. I'm sure I'll see you at another. Oh, yeah. Event. Yep, exactly. at, some, at some fights or something. Yeah, I've already seen you at like 10 events. So you're exactly. <laughs> okay. all right, man. It was oh, awesome okay. talking to you. And uh, have a good good night. You have a great night. Thank you, my man. Bye-bye. Appreciate it.
What's up? Thanks for doing this. This is MMA Fight Coverage. Uh, how's it going? Uh, you know, pretty good. Just the echo from my garage. All, uh, my coach is training with some students. Oh, nice. You had an amazing fight last week or the other week. It was crazy because yeah. the week before I went to LFA and it was a 14-second KO. I don't think nothing was going to top that. Then the next week you do your thing. Shoot. You should have you should have went to my LFA uh, fight in um, Belton, Texas, where nice. the guy quit. What, what round did that, that quit? Did he quit at? Quit after the first round. Damn. Yeah, I, if you watch the fight, you know it wasn't always going my way, but I kept fighting, kept fighting, and I threw down at the very end. He just didn't want to fight no more. Yeah, once as long as you got that heart. Can you walk us through your fight, even though it was quick, that uh, 12 second? <laughs> Might be able to explain it in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, you know, basically. So, uh, well, when I got in the cage, you know, I had Tito and my coach. They were in my, my corner and stuff like that. I'm waiting for him to walk out, getting ready. And uh, Judge looked at me. Judge looked at him. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's fight. <laughs> And so, you know, I go out there and the, the whole game plan was to stay at his weak side. When I when I studied this guy, you know, there, there was eight months in between his fights. So, you know, I, I wish it wasn't so linkage. I could see more details in his fight game. If it got better, if it got worse. But he had a great uh, – he had a great two. He had a strong, strong left hand, a very strong left hand. So I'm staying away. I'm not going to run into your left hand. So I circled towards his jab hand. And, you know, they know it. Uh I do more of a Dominic Cruz kind of footwork, a lot of movement, a lot of movement. So I was circling to my circling to my left, staying away from his left. And uh, he finally got me on the backside of the cage. I was I was kind of they said catch him. I heard his corner. He goes catch him when he switches stance. I said oh really oh really. And then he threw that lead high kick, which I didn't prepare for a lead high kick. I prepared for his back leg high kick. I prepared for his back leg. Body kick, and his, his lead leg kicks the leg, but, you know, potato, potato. So, you know, I wasn't prepared for it. I just wasn't prepared. He, I had my hand up. It grazed over my head, and I'm just like, okay, now we're in a fight. And uh, a lot of history of my fights, I don't get into the fight until I get hit. Don't ask why. It's just I don't feel like I'm in the fight until I get hit, and I realize I'm in a fight, and that I start fighting sense. back. You you wake up. They say sometimes those are knockouts. Or you're, when you drop somebody, they could be out for a second and immediately, you know, wakes them up. Exactly. How much after, after oh, you no. kick me? What's up? Oh, sorry. Uh, Were you saying after you kick me? After you kick me, he threw another punch. I moved out of the way of it. I did the uh, switch step, moved my head off center. He glazed. I come. I counter with the hook. He dipped under. He bobbed under it. So when he bobbed under it, he went to his uh, his left side. So it put him in perfect alignment. So all he had to do was just throw the – I think it was a hook or a two. I, I can't remember. It might have been a two. I think it was a two. He, lay, he threw the two. It hit me. Now, I watched the fight probably 100 times because, you know, I can watch it 100 times exactly. in one hour. <laughs> so um, when he hit me, my feet were squared up. So they weren't sugar foot, so I didn't have a lead foot. So when he hit me, my feet were squared. So I, there's nothing I can embrace the punch. So it just caught me off guard. My hand, it went up. I keep telling everybody, my hand went up. I swear my hand went up. 
and it did. But he did such precision, he hit the chin. It just put me down. Now in my in-fight interview, I said I didn't. I caught him with a check hook. I didn't know I got knocked down. <laughs> but uh, he caught me down. He hit me down. And I, I don't know. I can't explain how I did it. You know, you can watch it hundreds of times. Like, how is this possible? I I put my uh, I put my left hand down to catch myself. Got to my feet and just threw the left. I didn't throw the uh, the right. I threw the left, which I I don't know how I can be on my ass one second and a split second later I'm up and throwing a punch. And where his mistake was was he thought he knocked me out with his punch. He thought one punch. I won. What's up? You know what I mean? Because you can see it. When he clocked me for a split second, he just relaxed and just like, I won. Because he thought he won. You know, he thought I was going to have a, a an easy fight. One punch. He wins. He goes home. But I got up. So in that moment where him relaxing, I got up. He threw his left hand. I threw mine. And mine landed first. He didn't see it coming. He was out. Remind me, I think Roy Jones used to say it's the most dangerous animal is a wounded animal. So as soon as that hurt, you just got to be careful. You never know. Yeah, most definitely. He he should have. He actually should have engaged. And once he hit me, he should have just pounced on me, and we would have seen what happened after that. Because I would never expect that. So how soon do you want to fight again? <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, as soon, uh, well, uh, I talked to, um, I found out today, actually, I found out today that I won knockout of the night for uh, Freedom Fight Night. Oh, of course. So it, I can't, just, it can't be 12 seconds. But, you know, yeah, I guess not. So I just won knockout of the night, and uh, I talked to the promoter of, well, I talked to Sophie, who's in charge of picking fighters. She's talking about possibly searching for a fight. Uh, I have a couple other promotions. Uh, Fury, I used to fight with them. They're possibly thinking maybe they'll give me an, uh, they'll bring me back in the fold. Uh, I've been hit by a lot of promotions back in early uh, summertime, so I'm I'm a free agent. Uh, when I want to fight again, I'm ho I was hoping September, but I haven't heard nothing now, so it's probably gonna get pushed back to October, and that's when Freedom Fight Night's gonna do another one. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah. October's the, probably my best bet. Is there any particular people that you want to fight again, like somebody you lost to, or does it really matter? Uh, it, it really doesn't matter. I would, of course, everybody would like to get a revenge off their loss. I bet my last two opponents want a rematch. <laughs> oh, especially the but last one, definitely. One. They ain't getting one. Oh, exactly. Like Maybe in the future after 10, 20 fights, but yeah, I know exactly. Now, I'll be old and retired and in the middle of nowhere. But um, there is one opponent. Um, I fought him in uh, Victoria, Texas uh, for uh, – who did I fight for? I can't remember. I fought for a promotion out there. I lost that fight. And I, I, the ref, I think, stopped it too quickly. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not much of a brawler, even though I just won by 12 seconds. But I'm not much of a brawler. I don't like brawling. I like sticking and moving. But uh, – that fight right there, I went in, I got in a little brawl, he caught me, I dropped, he hit me, he missed me once or twice, and the ref called it. I think it was an early stoppage, because uh, even the UFC, they had a bad stoppage this past couple weeks. But uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping October for sure, because I, I have, I have 
you know, I do lots of things to make money in these days. And November and December, I'm sometimes busy. What kind of other work you do? Well, I have, I, I, I just try to hustle. Um, I, I raise quail uh, for hunters. Like uh, hunters, I raised quail. I grew up on a farm. My family raised me up, raised me up on a farm. I raised pigs, chickens, name it. I raised it, except rabbits. Even though I killed rabbits, but you know, um, I raised animals. And my father got into raising quail for hunters. Hunters would come buy them, they fly them for the dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, when I got back from college, my father said, "Hey, I'm raised quail." And I said, "I like feeding quail. Let's do this." So I've been raising quail for five, five, six, seven plus years. And I'm kind of, you know, me and my, I do it all the raising, you know, me and my father work together. I do most of the raising. Uh, that makes some, quite a bit of money, you know, you're growing, you know, but I'm still young and trying to learn the business. Uh, I'm also part of a circus. I was going to ask you about that. I saw your Instagram, but we'll keep talking. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a weird subject. You know, you go from fighting, yeah. raising quail. A circus, you know. The circus. I mean, you got to be the circus of late type. Like the bodyweight workouts are crazy. So you know, I can see how that's gonna work. And you're doing flips and stuff like that. That's gonna help your fighting. I, I try to do the, I do the best I can. But uh, I'm I'm part of a circus uh called Circle B. It's a Houston uh organization, a Houston circus, and we we travel all over do performances. I've been the Texas Renaissance Festival. Uh, I've been at that one. I've been at a Waxahachie Renaissance Festival. Done plenty of festivals, um, a German festival up in Tomball, all kind of festivals I've worked at. I'm actually performing this weekend. Where are you performing at this weekend? Uh, it's in Beaumont. It's at a bull riding show at the Bell Ford Center, I think it is. So it's going. It's pretty fun, you know. Going to do my thing. Where are you training at right now? Who are you training with? Uh, who I'm training with? Um, I train at a. It's called Texas Striking in Dickinson, and then I have my coach, who's talking in the garage right now, teaching people. Uh, his name is David Boyer. He's my coach. He's my jiu-jitsu grappling coach. Me and him been. We've been probably training for. I want to say. Seven years. Seven years, me and him, he's been my grappling coach. So what's your athletic background? Like, what got you into MMA? And oh. oh, a bet. Like, any any stupid thing, a bet. Um, so, I played college football up at West Texas A&M. Okay. And uh, at the time, I roomed with about six guys, seven guys. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was the animal house, we called it. <laughs> but um, we partied there. I was in, I was doing college, and uh, it was the end of the semester, and I kind of got tired of football just because I, school and football is two full-time jobs, and I just yeah. wasn't mature enough, and I was getting tired and getting burnt out. And so one day, a friend of mine, after I quit school, he betted me I couldn't survive an MMA training. I said, I can do MMA. I've done college football. Come on, I can do MMA. So I go train with him. This is up in Amarillo. I go train with him, and I train with him once, twice. And I just kept rolling with. It. I just show up and train. Didn't think anything of it. I just, you know, something to do. You know what I mean? Is West Texas A and M is, is that the same as West Texas? Did they change the name to what? So that's a famous one with pro wrestlers, the West Texas. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, 
that came out of there back in the day? Uh, I, they used to be called West Texas, but now it's West Texas A&M up at uh, Canyon, Texas. Okay. D2 school, correct? Or NAA? I forgot. D2, yeah, definitely yeah. D2. Well, I don't know anymore. I don't keep track of them, but, you know. What position did you play? Uh, like, a, it was a, it was like an outside linebacker slash uh, defensive end. You know, I'd rush the quarterback a lot, or I'd be dropping back in coverage. Nice. If you would have took football first, do you think you could have went to the next level, or just wasn't your thing? In football? Yeah. <sighs> If there was a different path, I possibly could have. It's possibly I could have got a shot at the pros, possibly. But, you know, uh, everybody has their limitation. And, yeah. you know, my goal in football was to make it to college football. I did it. I got to start for one whole year. Uh, I did great. We made almost – we made all the way to uh, semifinals, lost in the semifinals. But, you know, I, I figured that's, that's a pretty good goal, you know. The only only way I can go any higher is being the finals, which you know you feel your team. You're like, man, we're gonna be good next year. <laughs> but uh, it's possible. But you know, a lot of things that would have to go my way, and school wasn't my way. Yeah. So how far do you want to take this MMA, or how far do you think you could go? UFC champ. <laughs> That's good. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um. It's like a roller coaster. I'm going to ride this ride until my body gives up or I don't want to fight no more. I'm going to fight until one day I'm going to wake up and just look at, like, Cowboy Cerrone or um, a lot of the other guys who are retiring lately. They got up one day and they're just like, this is not fun anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, there's going to become a time where it just becomes not very fun and just tiring. You're just like, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Injuries. And... So I'm going to ride the ride until I can't ride no more. Yep. So do you have any sponsors or do you want to shout out to anybody? I wish I had sponsors. The sponsor stuff is hard to do. But uh, a shout out to um, um, a shout out to Circle V, my circus. Uh, they nice. helped me with my shorts. Um, shout out to uh, Freedom Fight Night. They gave me the shot to put awesome. on a show. In front of people, you know, everybody gets yeah. solid. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I like it. Shout out to Texas Strike. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank I you so love. much. I really appreciate appreciate this, and good luck to next fight. And hopefully, uh, I'll be there. Okay. Well, thank Please. you, sir. This is a great opportunity, sir. Thank you, man. You have a good night. You too. Bye. 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 Oh, yes.